0: Bye. The Day of Disappointment. That's the title of my message on this Palm Sunday. And we're going to be reading today from Matthew chapter 21. And we're going to read verse 1 to 11 together. And this is what it says. As Jesus and the disciples approached Jerusalem, they came to the town of Bethpage on the Mount of Olives. Jesus sent two of them on ahead. Go into the village over there, he said. As soon as you enter it, you will see a donkey tied there with its coat beside it. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone asks what you are doing, just say, the Lord needs them. And he will immediately let you take them. This took place to fulfill the prophecy that said, tell the people of Jerusalem, look, your king is coming to you. He is humble, riding on a donkey, riding on a donkey's colt." The two di- disciples did as Jesus commanded. They brought the donkey and the colt to him and threw their garments over the colt, and he sat on it. Most of the crowd spread their garments on the road ahead of him, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Jesus was in the centre of the procession, and the people all around him were shouting, Praise God for the Son of David! Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Praise God in the highest heaven. Or Hosanna, as it says in other translations. The entire city of Jerusalem was in uproar as he entered. Who is this? they asked. And the crowds replied, It's Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. I wonder, have you ever experienced disappointment in your life? Have you ever had days of disappointment? You know, I've experienced many of these in my life. And the reason why I get disappointed and when I have days of disappointment is because of an unmet expectation. I've had an expectation about how something would turn out. I've had a dream, I've had a plan. But it doesn't go according to my plan or the way that I thought that it would. You know, this happened to me a few years ago. I had finished studying primary education in university and I was starting to look for a job. I remember looking online for a few weeks, trying to find a job in the local area in a a primary school. And I remember my parents as well. They were also helping me and having a look online as well. And then my dad he he brought a few local primary schools that had jobs going. And I remember having a look at a, a few of them, and there was one in particular that stood out to me. It wasn't the role I was ideally looking for, but I'd heard about the school. It was a school with excellent reputation, and I thought, do you know what? I'm gonna go and apply for this. So I prepared over the next week. I, I filled out that, that application form, I sent it in, and I didn't hear anything back for a few days. But then I received that email saying that I had an interview. I was successful in having an interview. Now I was excited about this, but I was really nervous as well. This was my first interview for a proper job after leaving university. And so my parents, they helped me get ready for this interview and I prepared well over that week. I prayed about it. I thought that this job was gonna be the right job. I handed it over to God and I thought, God, I'm gonna do the best I can and I'm gonna leave it in your hands so the day of the interview came and as i said i was nervous for this i was really nervous but also i felt confident knowing that i prepared well enough for this interview and i remember turning up to this school it's a local school it's an excellent school but it's also a christian school as well and i remember just entering through the gates and there being a real sense of god's presence in this school I know that might sound strange, but there was a real sense of God's presence. I thought there's something different about this school. I'd been to a lot of different schools on placements in university, but there's something different about this primary school. It felt right. And especially as I prayed about it, I thought, God, maybe you were opening the door. This seems right to me. And I remember then going in for the interview with the head teacher and uh, the deputy head and then a few members of staff and, and a few governors as well was there in the interview. And I remember them asking me the questions and I remember and I thought to myself that the interview went really, really well. I came out of the interview and I thought this is a fantastic school. The head teacher, the deputy head, they seem like uh, incredible people. They seem lovely people. And I thought that I had done really well in this interview. And I came out of there thinking, I've got this job. I believe that God, you opened up this door and that you have made this way possible. I believe that I got this job. I remember jumping into the car and even my dad had a word for me Said, you know as he had spent time in the car praying and reading his word he just shared a word with me and I thought yeah this seems right this seems like the right job for me that God had opened this door and I remember in the interview they would say they said that they would let me know either that night or the next day if I'd been successful in getting that job but I remember going home that night and the telephone didn't ring, I was checking my phone for my emails, through texts, I was looking for anything, but I didn't hear anything back. And in fact, the next day, I didn't hear anything from the school at all. To say I was disappointed is an understatement. I was absolutely devastated. I thought that this job was the right job. I thought that God had opened the door. I had prayed about it. I prepared well for it. I thought that this was the right job for me. However, I was extremely disappointed when I heard nothing. You know, I started to blame God a bit. I, you know, I was like, God, I thought that you were the God who answered prayer. You know, I, I, I was like, God, I served you. I've loved you. I've trusted you. Why haven't I heard anything back yet? You know, I thought I had done well in, my, in the interview. I remember replaying it in my mind, going through the questions again, thinking, yeah, I answered that correctly. Why hasn't this happened? I was disappointed and devastated. And I wonder, have you ever had days like that? Days of disappointment. Maybe it's to do with a failed exam in school, and I've had a few of those as well. Maybe it's not passing your driving test. Neither did I the first time. I've had that as well. Maybe it's not getting your first choice in university. Maybe you've had that experience in your life, or maybe you're worried about that in the weeks to come. Maybe you've been let go from a job that you absolutely loved recently. Maybe that was a day of disappointment for you. Maybe there's been a breakdown in a relationship, or maybe it was some bad news from a doctor. You know, the truth is we all experience days of disappointment within our lives. Days where our expectations are unmet. Days where our plans and dreams seem like they're crushed in an instant. We all experience days of disappointment. And did you know this happened 2,000 years ago on Palm Sunday? Palm Sunday was a day of disappointment. Now, the Bible tells us that a crowd had gathered together in Jerusalem. They were there to celebrate the Passover, but they were there and this crowd had gathered to welcome a king into the city. They had heard rumors about Jesus of Nazareth, that he was the son of God, that he was the Messiah, and they thought that he was going to come to rescue them. In in Matthew's gospel, we read how there was these huge celebrations awaiting Jesus as he arrived into Jerusalem on a donkey, as he fulfilled this prophecy. The Bible says that all the people there, they put their coats, they lined the streets with their garments ready for the donkey and Jesus to ride over And the Bible tells us that they were there, they were shouting, they were screaming, they were celebrating and they were waving palm branches. Now these aren't palm branches behind me, this is a yucca plant but something similar to that. They were waving these branches in the sky and they were shouting these words, these famous words words, which are Hosanna. And Hosanna means save now. They wanted Jesus to save them. They were so enthusiastic but they were so excited because they thought jesus had come to save them that's why jesus had came but not more than that they weren't just excited because they thought that jesus was going to save them they were excited because they heard about who jesus was now beth page was just uh, bethany was just a few miles away from jerusalem and they heard what had happened there the miracles i'm sure many of the people had heard what happened with jesus's cousin lazarus how he was raised From the dead. So they had this expectation that Jesus was going to perform miracles. They'd also probably been well versed in the prophecies of the Old Testament of Scripture, saying that the Messiah would come and he would fulfill all these different prophecies. And we've seen this happening here. But above all of that, there was also this historical expectation that the people had had at that time. And it's something that maybe many of you, uh, you aren't familiar with, that I wasn't familiar with until I began to study this. You know, these palm branches that were waved on that day, on that Palm Sunday, they had historical significance. And they knew about it, the people there would have known about it because of something that had taken place in their history. History tells us that these palm branches signaled the high expectations because of a story that happened with a guy called Judas Maccabeus, who was a freedom fighter. And he entered into Jerusalem just 200 years prior to Jesus. And as this guy entered into Jerusalem 200 years before Jesus, there were people there waving palm branches and they were singing hymns as this guy entered into Jerusalem. And Judas came to take back the city. He came to take back the city from the Syrian king, and he did. He defeated the Syrian king. He recaptured the temple. He got rid of all the pagans out of that city, and he reigned as king for over a century before the Romans came back and they took the city off Judas and off the people of Israel so they were expecting that jesus was going to be like this judas maccabeus they thought that he was going to be like him and rescue the people not only was jesus fulfilling biblical prophecy but he was also echoing history for all those who lived in the city and all those who were in that city at that time and so when they saw jesus entering the city and jerusalem on that palm sunday they thought to themselves here we go We know where this is heading. This happened 200 years ago where Judas came and rescued us from the Syrian king. And now, just now, maybe Jesus is going to come and maybe he will save us from the Roman uh, Empire. That's what they thought Jesus had come to do. That's what they thought the Messiah had come to do, was to get rid of the Roman Empire who was occupying the land at that time. They thought that the messiah would be a military leader riding on this white horse who would come to fight physically fight and get rid of the romans once and for all they were longing for freedom they were longing for victory they longed to know freedom in their lives and they thought now at long last god is fulfilling prophecy and he's come to accomplish his promise that he will deliver us from the romans the moment had arrived however on this day of great celebrations it actually turned out to be a day of disappointment god was going to disappoint these people there god was going to disappoint them and you know this crowd who was shouting hosanna on this day just a few days later they will be shouting crucify to the same one who was riding in on a donkey they would shout crucify him to jesus but why Why was it that this crowd turned quickly on them? Why was this gonna be a day of disappointment? Why wasn't God gonna meet their expectations? Well, the reason for that was because Jesus' mission wasn't to meet their expectations. That's not why Jesus came. He didn't come to fulfill their plans and their dreams and their expectations because Jesus had his own mission. And I believe that God wants to remind us today that Jesus hasn't come to meet our expectations or to fulfill our dreams or our ambitions or what we want for our lives. You know, Jesus didn't come to save them from the Roman Empire at that time. He didn't come to save them from the Romans. And Jesus hasn't come to meet our expectations either. Jesus isn't interested in carrying out our dreams. And you might say, why? Why is that? He doesn't sound like a very nice God if he doesn't want to meet my expectations. The reason is is because he's not a genie in a lamp. And also the main reason is because Jesus has something far better for us. God had something far greater for the people that day. He had something far greater for mankind as a whole. And know how God's got something far better for you than your plans, than your dreams and than your expectations. He's got something far better in store. You know, as we come to a conclusion of this message today, you know, I shared that story about how I didn't hear anything for a few days from the school. I was disappointed. I was devastated. And so the end of the week came and I was going to ring the school just to find out, you know, what I could improve on, why I didn't get the job and what I could improve on ready for the next interview. And so I rang and I spoke to the receptionist and she said, oh, we've been meaning to ring you. I thought that's quite strange you know surely you would have you know I thought because I hadn't heard anything obviously I didn't get the job and that was the end of that she said I'll patch you through to the head teacher right now so the head teacher came on the line and we began speaking and she said I'd be meaning to ring you and she said look we're we're awful sorry that you didn't get the job she said you had a fantastic interview it was brilliant But unfortunately, you didn't get the job. We give it to somebody else who was already working here in the school. And this job was actually for the younger ages within the school, which was something I wasn't really looking for, to be honest. But it's something that I felt was right. But she said, you know, unfortunately, you didn't get the job. But then the words that she spoke next were words that will stay with me forever. And maybe you're watching this today and you remember saying these words to me. But she said, you did such a good job. She said that we have had a look at the budget over the last few days and we have been rearranging a few things. Are we going to create a job for you here at our school? We want you to work here. And those words will stay with me forever. And I thought, thank you, God. God had more than answered my prayers. God had made a way where there seemed to be no way. I thought that it was a day of disappointment. But god had something far better in store for me this was an answer to prayer, and it was i remember celebrating with my parents i was filled with joy i absolutely was over the moon I you know i went on to to go to that school i've worked in that school i was there for for many years I about four years in total and and i ended up working there right up until i left the school two years ago to f- go full-time here at our church but you know, I absolutely loved that school. God did incredible things there, and, and I was so blessed. Everybody there was absolutely incredible. I loved my time there. And if God hadn't revealed to me his plan and his purpose for this next stage, for me now to minister full-time in our church, then I probably would have been there because I absolutely love that school. And I thank God for the connection that I still have with that school. And I keep praying for that school. It is, it is an amazing school. But God had something far greater. And you know, on that Palm Sunday, all those years ago, God had something far greater for the people right there and right then, but also for all of mankind, for everybody who would put their trust in him. You see, Jesus didn't come to meet their expectations and just to overthrow a Roman empire. But Jesus came, his mission was to defeat a far greater enemy. Jesus' mission was to come to defeat death, sin and satan that's why jesus came his mission wasn't to meet their expectations but it was to carry out the plan of salvation it was to rescue mankind it was to rescue you and me from sin and from going to a lost eternity and that's what he did he went to jerusalem but later that week he went to the cross for you and for me he died to take the punishment for your sin and my sin so we could be reconciled with god so we could know the love of god so we could have a fresh start also so we could have eternal life jesus had something far greater in store and i think sometimes we need to remember what god says in isaiah 55 verse 8 to 9 where it says my thoughts are not your thoughts says the lord and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine for just as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts you know sometimes in life Things might not go the way that we expected or that we planned for or dreamed for. And sometimes in life we will experience days of disappointment. But know that God always has something far better in store for you. Trust in God. Know today that our God is able to turn around those days of disappointment. And I believe the Lord would speak to us today. He would speak to you today and say, stop leaning on your own understanding and start trusting him. Start trusting in him, surrender to his plans because his plans for your life are greater than anything that you could have come up with our god is a master in turning around those days of disappointment know that our god is able to heal the sick our god can mend broken relationships he can provide a job when there seems to be no jobs and you can't get any success with interviews our god is able to rebuild lives those lives which have been destroyed by bad mistakes and even by the enemy god is able to rebuild lives he can redeem that which is lost he can bring beauty from ashes and he can bring that which is dead to life. That is what our God does. So I believe the Lord would encourage us on this Palm Sunday, stop leaning on your own understanding, stop trying to fulfill your own expectations and start trusting in God, for God has something far greater for your life. He showed that on Palm Sunday, the greatest plan of all, where he came to save you and me. He didn't fulfill their expectations. And I thank God that he didn't either because he came to rescue all of mankind. So I want to encourage us today, stop leaning on your own understanding. Stop trusting God because he's a God who will never let you down. And I just want to end by reading this verse to you. Romans 8 verse 28. And it says this, And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Amen. Well I'd like to give you an opportunity today to respond to this message. Maybe God hasn't met your expectations, maybe you've had days of disappointment in your life, but know that God has an incredible plan and purpose for your life and God's ultimate plan is that you would know him, that you would be forgiven of your sins, that you wouldn't go to a lost eternity, that you wouldn't go to hell, but that you'd have a relationship with him right here and right now, and that also you'd receive his free gift to you, which is the gift of eternal life, that you would know him as your savior and that you'd know him for all of eternity. And so today I'd like to extend this invitation to you. In a moment, I'm gonna say a prayer, and I'd love to include you in this prayer. The words of this prayer are gonna be on the screen. And what I'd like you to do is just repeat these words after me, mean it in your heart, and today you can ask Jesus to come into your life and be your Lord and Saviour. You can know the forgiveness of all your sins, know there's nothing you could do to save yourself, but Jesus paid the price for your sins so you could be forgiven, so you could be reconciled to him and receive this gift of eternal life. So if that's you today and you're watching this and you'd like to know Jesus and you'd like to ask him to come into your life, maybe it's for the first time or maybe there's somebody who's watching online and you would like to recommit your life to Jesus, then please repeat these words after me and mean it in your heart. Amen. Let's pray together. Dear Jesus, today I surrender. I ask that you would forgive me of my sins. Wash me clean. I ask that you would save me. I believe you died on the cross and rose again. Today I choose to follow you and ask that you would be my Lord and Saviour. Thank you for the fresh start I now have in you, in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Well, if you've said that prayer today, then you have made the best decision that you will ever make. Jesus Christ has come into your life. He is now your Lord and Saviour. The old life has gone, the new life has come. You've got a brand new start in and through him. And today you've received the gift of salvation, the gift of of eternal life knowing that you'll spend all of eternity with jesus it is the best decision that you will ever make and we as a church we are celebrating with you today in a moment I, there's going to be a link that will pop up on whatever social media platform that you are watching this on it's going to be a link to our website gatewaychurchcamrycouk forward slash know god on that page there's going to be just a little bit more information about this prayer that you have prayed and right at the bottom of that page there is a form We'd love for you to fill out that form and send it in to us if you prayed that prayer today. And then we as a church, we're just going to respond and get in touch with you just to introduce ourselves to you and send you a few things just to help you begin to take your next steps in your new journey of following Jesus. Now please know it's the best decision that you'll ever make and we are rejoicing with you today. Amen.